I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Sunday slate of football. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in. It is the Pro Football Blitz, hour number two of the show. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live at the Circa Resort and Casino in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Keeping an eye on Sunday night football, the Pittsburgh Steelers visiting the Miami Dolphins. Kenny Pickett on his last possession, was intercepted. Just the second possession on offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers ends in a turnover, and it results in three more points for the Miami Dolphins. They now lead 13 to nothing, and they actually ticked down a notch in the live market to 17.5-point favorites. They were as high as 18.5-point favorites in the live market. Your total ticks down as well. You'll see that happen when these guys kick field goals instead of score touchdowns. So the live total now down to 47 and a half. And again, 17 and a half is the number in favor of Miami. They are up 13 to nothing with less than three minutes to go in still in the first quarter of football. Pittsburgh will get the ball for just the third time. And Mike, you brought up something in the last segment, and I want to get into a pro tip here. We we ran out of time there in the last segment in the first hour to do our pro tip. If you're not familiar, we do these across all shows at VEASAN. You'll get 20-something of these a day, one every hour. You can go to VEASAN.com slash pro tips to look them all up. You can sort them by show and by sports. If you're not a subscriber, go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. These are available to subscribers only. Again, VEASAN.com slash pro tips. And you mentioned we were talking, uh, we were doing the recap there of the Cowboys-Lions game. And you said teasing the Lions up wouldn't have worked either. You mentioned that you teased the Cowboys down. Mm -hmm. And my pro tip is here, 
I wouldn't tease a team getting seven up to 13. Okay. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and we're talking six point teasers here. Right. You're not doing much for yourself going from seven to 13 um, because you, you've already got the seven. So let's talk about the key numbers that you're crossing eight, 10. You're not getting to 14. Mm-hmm. And, and eight and 10 certainly aren't as important as seven and three. Right. The two most important numbers in an NFL football game are seven and three. So teasing it down the way you did is absolutely you know, a sharp move, mm-hmm. okay, and, and a responsible move. But teasing the seven up to 13, I, I don't really think you're doing yourself any favors. Yeah, I mean, the only way you could do yourself a favor is if you get through 14, I would imagine, then, right? Yeah, but then, but, but then you've got to spend more because right, you've got to do a seven-point teaser. But then you're also talking about a significant dog anyway Yeah, uh, at, in that situation, too. And it, on the road, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of factors. I mean – and that's a great pro tip because I, I hear it from my my syndicate. Like I can get all those points right and uh, if I tease yeah. that guy or this you're team just, up, and you're just not getting the, the yeah, numerical right. value, the probability value. Mm-hmm. It, it's a much more responsible play um, to tease to always try and get through the three and the seven. And or, yeah. and you know, coincidentally, they haven't worked out that well this tip this <laughs> football season. But well, again, it, that's the. That's the more responsible play. It's more positive uh, mm-hmm. expected value. And it could shift because, I mean, we saw so many home favorites this week. Uh, so I wonder uh, in, in regards to being able to uh, tease a home favorite uh, in a situation where they're laying a lot of points in a season in which we're not seeing a large margin. Now, we are starting to see teams assert themselves a little bit, and that's why we're going over all the games today and tonight. Uh, but, uh, yeah, moving forward, I, I mean, I'm expecting a lot of shifting to go on in the National Football League, but that's a great pro tip that you just brought up right there. Well, you know, I talked about the uh, the traditional, they call it the uh, Stanford Wong teasers. Mm-hmm. He, he was a guy that, uh, you know, wrote about this and whatnot. Um, it didn't work for, and I talked about those, those teasers, which are kind of the gold standard of teasers, um, and I talked about a, a lot of them not working so far this year in the NFL. The, the Indianapolis Colts are a prime example. Man. Getting two and a half points, you tease that to eight and a half. That that's you're you're feeling great about that bet. Mm-hmm. They lose by nine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know they they don't always work, but you just have to set yourself up again for the best chance. Yeah, you the might best have to, probability. Might have to adjust, Mister Wong. Uh, <laughs> oh no, to, to number nine, to nine. Yeah, right? instead well, of eight and a half, go but, up to nine. But again, then then okay, so and and I remember. This was a guy on our San Susi team, mm-hmm. uh, our championship team that won the, the Hilton Super Contest. Um, he worked in the casino business for over 20 years. And he told me, and this is, this is back, uh, it, it's not necessarily true anymore, but a six-point teaser used to be the same as far as the juice as just a straight bet. Okay. It was minus 110. Mm-hmm. And he told me that he learned from the sportsbook director at the hotel he was at that that is the most dangerous bet for a sports book in the house. A two-point, or excuse me, a six-point two-team teaser in the NFL at minus 110 either way. Right. Uh, and, and now they've adjusted it. Basically, it's minus 120, so mm-hmm. a little bit less valuable there. Um, and it doesn't apply to necessarily college football, basketball, anything like that. NFL right. six-point teaser because typically the NFL lines are so tight when you adjust them by six points, you really create a lot of value for yourself. And again, like Stanford Wong talks about, going through those most popular numbers where a game falls on three and seven, 
that certainly gives yourself the best chance. And, and when you deviate from that, you talk about, you know, okay, let maybe go to a six-and-a-half-point teaser where, where you're able to touch that nine mm-hmm. in that Colts game. The, the six-and-a-half-point teaser costs more money. Right. Costs more juice, right. right? So, again, if you just factor all things considered here, which gives you the most positive EV, it, it's that six-point teaser and then going through those particular numbers. Yeah, no, that's great. It's a great uh, pro tip right there. Uh, a lot of great information. I mean, uh, one of the concepts you can think about, at least I have considered, uh, with with Mr. Wong, uh, is the fact that if you can find threes out there, even three and a half, mm-hmm. uh, and if you are inclined or if you're looking for a teaser of a dog situation, whether it's home, uh, that would be the the preference, right? Um, that that could be beneficial. But then again, you're talking about uh, a dog situation because you're you're taking a a, a dog situation that traditionally has worked, but maybe this year is not working as much because we're seeing a shift in the league and scoring anyway. Well, we've had so many games fall on three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're talking about a, a home dog that's, uh, that's catching three or three and a half. Mm-hmm. You're probably better off not spending the extra juice and just betting it straight, taking right. the three points taking or three taking points. the three and a half uh, rather than teasing it up to nine or nine and a yeah. half and costing yourself that money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough? Yeah, very fair. Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers have the uh, ball back on offense and starting to move it a little bit here. They've got a first down, and the live market has ticked down to the Dolphins favored by 15.5. The Steelers just uh, just converting a fourth down there. So good job by Kenny Pickett and company. And again, they ticked down a little bit in the live market. Total ticks back up to 48.5. The Steelers with the ball first and 10 at midfield. Uh, Let's take a look at the Giants and the Jaguars, Mike. This was a a wild game, and I think really interesting from a betting standpoint. You saw the Giants at 5-1 going on the road to Jacksonville, and Jacksonville at 2-4. They had lost two straight or three straight, I believe, and and here they are favored. Um, And and it looked like Jacksonville was going to get there for a long time. The the Giants struck first when Daniel Jones hit Darius Slayton, 32 yards out. That was the game's first score. 7-0 Giants with 10 minutes left in the first quarter. Travis Etienne answered for Jacksonville. They went for two. They got it. 8-7 Jaguars, seven minutes left in the first quarter. They added a field goal early in the second. It was 11-7 Jaguars. And then two New York field goals to close out the first half made it uh, 13-11 G-men. At the break. Now, the Jags got the second half started with a Trevor Lawrence QB sneak touchdown plunge, 17 13 Jacksonville, after New York blocked the extra point. And again, it looked like at this point Jacksonville was going to cover that three point spread with that four point margin. But then it was Daniel Jones sneaking for a New York touchdown with five and a half minutes left in regulation, and it was 20 17 Giants. The Jaguars got the ball back. They went three and out. They punted the ball back to the Giants, and they never saw the ball again until there was just a minute left with no timeouts, and what a wild minute that was, Mike. Jacksonville, they're able to move the ball all the way down the field with a number of defensive penalties on the Giants. The Giants end up surviving. Trevor Lawrence throws right to the end zone. The receiver makes the catch, defend every blade of grass, right? They would yep. not let him across the goal line, and the Giants end up hanging on. They move to 6-1. and one. They win outright as three-point underdogs. The game stays under the total. Jacksonville has now lost four in a row 
23-17, your final in favor of Big Blue. Yeah, Brady, how important is red zone defense? You know. Oh, yeah. I mean. And the Giants are very good in that department, Very, by the way. very good. And, and they're also willing to give up penalties in the field, too, because, okay, we can tighten down in the red zone. There's a lot of teams with that philosophy, adopting uh, that uh, mantra, if you will, because. Then okay, don't break. Right. Like, giving up a big play, why do that? You know, go ahead and hold. It's five yards uh, as opposed to, to something else, right? And uh, even P.I. at times. I mean, sometimes P.I. can be significant, uh, but r- players are getting away with holding. They're not even calling it a lot of times. But uh, in critical situations, I, I think you'll see that be called. But the Giants on the other side, one and five uh, in the red zone, but yet they scored th- 23 points. The Giants is a team that they'll get the game into the fourth quarter, and they're confident about their ability about winning a football game uh, in the fourth quarter. That's dangerous to me. Uh, there's so much to this Giants football team. Uh, maybe we can carry that over after the break or not. But, uh, you know, it, it's just fascinating to me uh, what a great play that they are uh, early on this year uh, just because of the running ability of Saquon. Barkley is incredible. Daniel Jones looks like he's becoming a playmaking quarterback with some of the throws. And I don't know who they have out there at the wideout position, but they're stepping up and overachieving. Uh, and, again, that's part of the coaching situation going on with Dayball. Uh, but that defense, too, is, is being able to make plays. But Giants have some things to clean up before they really run the gauntlet within their division. And then I think that's really going to be a true measure of who the Giants are this year. Yeah, the toughest part of their schedule is going to be right there at home in their own division, the NFC Beast. The Philadelphia Eagles undefeated, Dallas at 5-2, and two, and the Giants at 6-1. and one. We'll come back and update you on Sunday Night Football. The Steelers are on the board. We'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that. See that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join in on the action. Coors Light, the perfect shot of refreshment. 21 years and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you inside the Pro Football Blitz, keeping an eye on Sunday night football. And I mentioned before we went to commercial, the Steelers are on the board. They get a field goal, so the going forward on first down, on fourth down rather, works, and they're able to put some points on the board. Still down by two scores, but now a 10-point deficit. 13-3 to is currently the score. We're into the second quarter, less than 11 minutes to go in the second frame, and Miami continues to tick down in the live market. Now a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Your total continues to come down as well. Now 46-and-a-half. And obviously it doesn't do a whole lot to their position on the game here as far as the score is, Mike, but I think it was very important for them at least to put some points on the board. Yeah, it was important. I mean, you got a young player on the road. That's always difficult for a rookie quarterback and being in that situation on Sunday night football too. So throw the early pick. Okay, what's the worst that can happen? There you go. Got it out the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, engineering a drive uh, was beneficial, but they came away with uh, just three points. So uh, work to do right there. One of the things noticing about Tua and Miami and uh, what's going to show up uh, in the future uh, is the timing uh, of the throws from Tua. Like when nobody's disrupting the receivers and McDaniel does a great job with motion and and formations and, and, and allowing free releases that way. Tua is able to throw on time, but you notice when he's not on time, when that's when he gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like when he doesn't really find that first, okay, I'm going to hit that back foot, throw the football, or I'm going to take that hitch and throw the football. Uh, that's when Tua kind of gets in a bind sometimes. So I, in the future, I mean, expecting teams to pre- press uh, and try to disrupt the free releases of the receivers. I, I mean, I'm surprised the Steelers aren't trying to do more of that, even with their coverage packages that they have on defense. You know, that's what I noticed uh, when this McDaniel-Tua partnership started to begin the year. Uh, Tua, as we know, is so accurate and Mm -hmm. and so quick, and his ability to deliver the ball quickly, um, it it is very much of a timing offense. And I think McDaniel's play calling is ideal for Tua's strengths. Uh, But you're right, uh, if you can disrupt that at all, that seems to be the strategy to slow this offense down. And right now, the Steelers... Doing it so far as Miami faces a third and seven and uh, looks like Tua is not going to convert as Chase Edmonds drops that ball. You didn't like to see (laughs) that. that. You have Chase Edmonds (laughs) over his receiving yards prop. 11 and a half receiving yards. That would have got a big chunk right there, too, because he would have had the first down. It was a good ball. might have been tipped at the line of scrimmage, but 
uh, just focus in on the ball and try to catch it with two hands. Uh, that was the receiver trying to catch a brick uh, right there as it bounces off his hands that way. And it looks like I believe this is the first punt mm-hmm. of the game for the Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins. So a good job there by the Pittsburgh defense. They put three points on the board, and then they respond with forcing Miami to punt. Kenny Pickett and company will get the ball back with less than 10 minutes to go in the second quarter. They trail 13-3, to and Pittsburgh ticks down once again in the live market to 13.5-point underdogs. Your total ticks down as well to 455 uh, Mike, we were talking about this game a little bit earlier. Let's dive in a little deeper. The Colts at the Titans. Tennessee got on the board first with a field goal, and that's really been what the Titans do all year, and we kind of saw it in this game as well. The Titans get off to a hot start, not so good in the second half. It was their first time in the last 11 trips to the red zone that they did not convert it into a touchdown, just three points on the board for Tennessee to start the game. Less than 10 minutes to go in the first half. Andrew Adams intercepted Matt Ryan and returned it 73 yards to the house. 10 to nothing, Tennessee. On the next drive, Indianapolis moving it on offense once again. Matt Ryan picked again. Titans take over with five and a half minutes left in the half. They turned that into another field goal, and it was 13 to nothing, Titans at the break. Matt Ryan and the Colts were really moving the ball, but they continued to turn it over. Second possession of the second half, Matt Ryan to Paris Campbell, and Indy was finally on the board, 13-7 Titans. Back and forth with field goals, it was 19-10 Tennessee. The Colts got the ball back with less than five minutes to go and no timeouts. Indy was moving the ball on offense once again. Matt Ryan to Michael Pittman, and he fumbles. Another turnover, Titans recover, and that was your ball game. 19-10 the final, Titans win and cover as two-and-a-half-point favorites. They have won four in a row They move into first place in the AFC South. The game stays well under the total. Indy lost the turnover battle 3-1, to and that was really the biggest difference in the game, like it usually is when you have a discrepancy like that in turnovers. Especially in a game like this, too. Highly familiar with each other in terms of teams in that division for an important game. It's the reason why my voice is so tired right now. (laughs) You were back in the Colts (laughs) today, weren't you? I was back in the Colts. Uh, But Matt Ryan, my goodness, it's as if, I, 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 should, I shouldn't be shocked at it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Matt Ryan, is, as he's gotten older, I mean, my goodness. It's, they move on from Carson Wentz to get this guy. And yeah. this guy is the same guy that they moved on from, Carson Wentz. I mean, he's not really a clutch player at times. And, but there's a lot of blame going on with the Colts. I mean, you have high-priced offensive linemen. And I don't know what to make of an offensive line that cannot pick up twists at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, for the life of me, uh, it, it's baffling. Well, and their offensive line has been so good in years right. past. Right. Tennessee does not have a terrific pass rush. Unless they're twisting and bringing some odd people and, and blitzing a little bit that way. And uh, Colts couldn't handle it. Yeah. You know, and Matt Ryan couldn't handle it. Uh, he, he was just throwing the ball where he shouldn't have thrown it a lot of times. But. Give credit to, I guess, the Titans, I think. Four field goals and a pick six. Uh, you take the pick six off the board, obviously it's a different game, right? I yep. mean, that's, that's what I'm counting on anyway. But the inability to run the football consistently, uh, but then you can't pick up line twists or, or, or stunts and, uh, and things of that sort from a defense. I mean, that, that's something that's problematic for Indy. And I, I don't know how they solve that. I don't, I don't know what their philosophy is as I watch that game. Uh, play out uh, is so different from week to week with this football team. Well, I thought Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor were were pretty good. Um, you know, Matt Ryan 
it wasn't necessarily expected that he was going to turn the ball over like that because he hadn't in the last two games. And we talked about that when we previewed this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts were kind of starting to find their footing and find a little bit of rhythm here. They had beaten the, uh, beaten the Denver Broncos on Thursday night football. They come back to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in kind of dramatic fashion last week. And then they go to play an old division rival here who they had lost uh, just three weeks ago, too, in the Tennessee Titans, and you thought they were going to get their revenge here. And um, then they kind of just reverted back to the old Colts, <laughs> right. tur- turning the ball over. The defense did their job, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, holding the Titans to four field goals. Um, but the offense uh, really sputtered, and, and I, I don't like how they, they don't try to throw the ball downfield. Everything is just little screen stuff right. and off in the flat and everything. It's like Matt Ryan can't throw the ball over six yards. Well, I, I don't think he knows his offensive line enough to trust him because he's been hit a lot mm-hmm. this year. For I mean, sure. a ton. And uh, he, he's no spring chicken either, right? And so, I mean, I, I think for Matt Ryan, uh, it's trying to establish that trust with that offensive line, but that offensive line is letting him down, though. Uh, and, and that's no excuse for Matt Ryan, though. Um, this game resembled or reminded me of the game against Denver when they couldn't do anything offensively. I mean, the offensive line really couldn't handle what Denver presented. Uh, and like what you mentioned, the Tennessee Titans, there's no star power from the edges that you're worried about. But from a, a concept, I mean, they really had a solid plan with, with some confusion there. Uh, some toughness issues, too, uh, exist for the Colts up front. So uh, until they solve that, I don't, I don't know how to back the Colts. They're, they're inconsistent. They're, they're like a roller coaster, mm-hmm. right? When you, when you don't back them, they win. When you back them, all of a sudden, they're not playing uh, to their level or the, the, expect, the expected level. How about that? So uh, I'm going to stay away from this football team for a while, while moving forward. On the other side, Tennessee is still Tennessee. They're still doing the exact same thing, right. uh, and, but they're winning games, at least against teams like the Colts uh, today. You know, I was uh, 2-0 and betting either on or against the Colts prior to today. I bet against them the last time they played Tennessee for a winner, and then I bet on them uh, when they played the Kansas City Chiefs for another winner. I was on them today, uh, even getting the full three points, which was certainly good line value, but uh, that didn't matter in the end. The Indianapolis Colts were returned home in Week 8, and uh, this is a weird one here. They're going to host the Washington Commanders. Uh, that ought to be a dandy. You talked about Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah. You know, they replaced him with the same old guy that turns the ball over. Well, I don't know if we'll see Wentz in this ball game. Taylor Heineke, pretty good in replacement of the injured Carson Wentz earlier today. We'll get to that game. But uh, the Indianapolis Colts, a three-and-a-half or four-point favorite in that game at home over the Commanders. And the Tennessee Titans, they'll look to make it five wins in a row, Mike. They go on the road in division to the Houston Texans, and they're laying four points on the road. We'll come back and get more into the recaps. Talk about those Week 8 games coming up when we return right here on the Pro Football Blitz. on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you haven't subscribed yet, VEASAN has a mid-season offer for you to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything VEASAN has to offer, including our 24-7 live shows and subscriber-only betting guides to college bowl season and the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rate. You'll also get VEASAN subscriber-only season prep guides for the NHL, NBA, and World Cup soccer. It's the best bet in the game. $99 for VEASAN Pro now through the Super Bowl. Sign up at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The Pittsburgh Steelers knocking on the door here, Mike. A couple of nice runs by Najee Harris. We've reached the two-minute warning in the first half. They still trail by 10 points, 13-3. to And the tide has kind of turned here a little bit. Pittsburgh, they converted on fourth down. They ended up going for a field goal. Chris Boswell knocks it through. Still a 10-point deficit. But then they turn around, and Miami goes on offense. They force the Dolphins to punt. Now Kenny Pickett and company putting together a little bit of a drive here. I believe they're inside the 10-yard line, right about the 10-yard line or so. A couple of good runs, like I say, by Najee Harris. The in-game number has dropped all the way down to where we were before kickoff. The Miami Dolphins, seven-and-a-half-point favorites right now in the live market. Your live total at 43-and-a-half. But uh, at the two-minute warning, Pittsburgh could get right back into this game. Yeah, I mean, a great drive. They started on their own 14-yard line. Uh, wow. Here you go. So the defense gets to stop uh, the complimentary nature of football. Here you go with, with the Steelers moving the ball offensively. Uh, we've noticed the poise from uh, Kenny Pickett in the pocket, being able to make some plays and then scrambling uh, for first down situation after a predictable third and long situation. I mean, that, overcoming that as a young player, I mean, th- that that does a lot for, for a football team, for a sideline, for the coaches and more trust. So I, I think that's what you're seeing right now, that – that Kenny Pickett's starting to earn more trust. He should, anyway, uh, from the coaching staff. Don't get too fancy with the double reverses and all that. <laughs> you got a quarterback that is showing you poise in the pocket, is showing you that he can overcome adversity and overcoming situations. I mean, he overcame uh, throwing a pick early in the game. Now he's overcoming uh, obstacles along the way on this drive. So I, I think that's a great sign uh, right now for Kenny Pickett in this game. Uh, One thing we failed to cover in our recap of the Detroit Lions loss to the Dallas Cowboys and also the Giants win over the Jaguars are the games that they have coming up next week. Now, the Dolphins will go to Detroit and visit the Lions. There is not a lineup on that game because, of course, the Dolphins are currently in action right now. Uh, As far as the Cowboys, they will host the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears playing on Monday night, and right now the Dallas Cowboys are are a 10-point oh. favorite in that game, Mike, and yeah. uh, I see no reason why they shouldn't be anything less than that. Well, I, I still don't trust it, though. I mean, I, I get it. They're a 10-point favorite. Uh, I, I don't trust double-digit favorites at this point of the year until uh, unless you're a Buffalo or or maybe even the Eagles. Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure about that one either, but Kansas City, depending on the opponent, right? I mean, there's a difference to me between – those type of teams in Dallas. I mean, Dallas and that defense is incredible, um, but I, I'm hesitant about a double-digit favorite even uh, right now for this game. Well, I understand that for sure, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, this is uh, a long ways before we even get into our true handicap of this mm-hmm. game. But uh, just my initial reaction. Uh, that defense, uh, I think that defense is better than the New England defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, New England laying eight points at home. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys probably a little bit better, possibly a little bit better offensively than the New England Patriots, yeah. probably pretty similar. 
Um, but we haven't seen what the Bears are going to do yet on Monday night. But what we have seen so far, uh, I can certainly understand Dallas being a big favorite in that mm-hmm. game. Uh, the next one is the Giants at the Jaguars, and the Giants are going to travel to Seattle. They will be at the Seahawks, and the Seahawks laying two and a half points. The Giants on the road for the second straight week, and they are an underdog once again. Now, the odds makers have trimmed it down a little bit to two and a half, uh, two and a half off of the three that they were catching today in Jacksonville. Uh, but that one is certainly interesting. The Seahawks playing fantastic mm-hmm. football. They are in first place in the NFC West. And the Broncos are going to visit the Jaguars, and the Jaguars are laying points at home again. Not three this time, but four to the Broncos, who lost earlier today to the Jets. So any reaction to those two? Is that game in London? You're right. You're right. You're you're in London. My my bad. Yep. Um, You know, I I was reading something on Russell Wilson that he might be out longer than expected. Okay. Like, why would he come back? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're Russell Wilson. It's like you're Ricky Waters. For who, for what at this point? (laughs) Seriously, he's just got his money, uh, and he's got a hamstring, and the Broncos are terrible. Yeah, they um, are bad. And he's not going to be anything to solve any issues that they I have. I thought Rippon looked better than Wilson today. They still couldn't score, though, right? Right. I, mean, yeah, I know. But, still but couldn't score. You're right. I think Rippon did look better in, at, at times. Stronger but, arm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, the familiarity, too, with the players. I mean, they trusted him. So Jerry Judy kind of broke out a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if Hackett, I mean, if they lose a game in London, uh, that's a long trip. And a lot of things can happen on a long plane ride. Right. <laughs> so uh, be careful of that game. I mean, I, I don't know what people are going to have the opinion on it right at, at, this, at this moment. But, I mean, I, I think if they lose that game, that, that could set the stage for the Broncos to move on from that guy. Well, and it's almost like a home game for the Jaguars. They play mm-hmm. in London every year, right. it seems. Uh, that's probably London's favorite team over there, the mm-hmm. Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, they should be more familiar with the setting and, uh, you know, I, again, I think the four-point spread seems reasonable. They mm-hmm. came very close to covering that. It looked for a long time like they were going to cover that against the New York Giants. The Giants just one of the best teams in the NFL in scoring on second-half possessions, and they did that once again today. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, by the way, Kenny Pickett to George Pickens, and they cut the margin here to just three points. The Steelers cut the game to 13-10. to 10. They trail now with less than two minutes to go in the first half, and the Dolphins remain seven-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market, your total up to 47-and-a-half. What about the Giants and the Seahawks, though? Those, this is a matchup, Mike, of probably the most two surprising teams in the NFL this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both overachieving, mm-hmm. both quarterbacks with something to prove, something to play for. Uh, it looks like Geno could take over as a franchise quarterback now. Oh, yeah. Uh, in Seattle. Daniel Jones is playing for a situation for himself and his future. I mean, you have everything in this game. You have two teams, uh, you know, at times they look uh, potentially weak out there, but then they find ways to win. But I, I, you look at the coaching. To me, I'm starting my cap, uh, Brady, on that game, not only with the team totals, the opening, but then also what the coaches are able to do. I'm really going to dive into the tape on both of those teams because I'm seeing things with the Giants that are surprising offensively, which meaning there's wide open players in that scheme. Mm-hmm. And, and Daniel Jones is comfortable throwing to wide open players out there. So I, I wonder what Dable and Captain is doing uh, in terms of that offense to allow that to happen for Jones. And then Gino, Gino looks like he's been the starting quarterback for Seattle for a number of years. And then you got an injury with DK Metcalf too. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. 
Yep. Well, and, and you know, not only a couple of the most surprising teams, but that also leads to uh, the coach of the year market. Mm-hmm. And, and I think both of these two guys right now, they're probably the front runners, Brian Dable and Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll. for coach of the year. Wow, how about that, Pete Carroll? I mean, he's doing that without Russell, and Pete wanted to move on from Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Pete has been right. Uh, but that blueprint is what made Russell Wilson in the first place, too, though. Uh, the whole competition Wednesday, every each and every Wednesday, you are fighting for your job. Uh, and that shows again on Sundays. When you watch Seattle play, you can tell each and every play kind of means a lot uh, to a, a lot of those players. Uh, enough players, too, to make it matter, though. You know what's also very surprising about Seattle, and we've seen this in the last two games, they did it to the Arizona Cardinals, who are not the greatest offense in the world. At least they weren't in week five before they got DeAndre Hopkins back. But uh, they did it to a pretty good offense today in the Los Angeles Chargers. That defense for Mm. Seattle all of a sudden doesn't look too bad. And for the first three or four weeks of the season, they were awful. And and I'm sure the numbers have not quite corrected just yet off Mm -hmm. of two efforts in a row like that. But still, that defense is starting to come around. They are. I mean, it's a a get-better league from that standpoint. And, I mean, there's a reason why we're doing all these reps, right? And there's a reason why, Brady, that we're repeating things over and over and over again until we get it right. Uh, There's a reason why each and every week you're getting graded. Uh, And I've said this for a number of years in the media, that in football, each and every week is considered a quiz, right? Uh And and so – you're trying to pass as many quizzes as you can to get to the testing uh, at the end of the year, which obviously is the playoffs. But along the way, you're going to correct your mistakes. You're going to fine-tune what you're doing and what you want to do. And uh, that's what we're seeing from the Seahawks right now. Uh, we're seeing a defense get more confident, uh, but then also another defense in, in a situation where they're limiting mistakes now. There's, there's not those uh, dramatic or, or, or detrimental breakdowns that's hurting that side of the ball right now. So – uh, that's all obviously working out for the Seahawks right now. Yeah, I mean, they really put a lot of pressure on Justin Herbert today. We'll see what kind of pressure they can put on Daniel Jones. You know, at the start of the year, we all thought the Giants and the Seahawks was going to be a great game, right? <laughs> right, right. No, we did not. <laughs> but I tell you what, it ought to be a dandy mm-hmm. in week eight up there in the Pacific Northwest. The Seattle Seahawks currently a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the New York Giants. 13-10, to 10, Miami in the lead. They've got the ball, trying to put another score on the board before halftime. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that. See that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. 
I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam casella to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, BetRivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet, plus get Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you, keeping an eye on Sunday Night Football. They are just about to go to halftime. In fact, they have gone to the locker room, and the Miami Dolphins add a field goal there. Before the break, as time expires, they are kicking off here. I thought time expired. I thought I saw triple zeros on the clock, but the Steelers are going to field the kickoff, and that will take us to triple zeros. So now they will head to the locker room, 16-10, to 10 in favor of the Miami Dolphins. They remain a seven and a half point favorite in the live market. That is for the entire game. We'll see if we can get you a second half line here pretty quick. Your total for the entire game at 47 and a half. And, you know, it looked like Miami was going to dominate this game early. Kenny Pickett threw an interception. The offense was really sputtering. And conversely, Miami's offense was looking really sharp. But The Steeler defense came up with a great stop, and then Kenny Pickett puts together a super drive that ends in a touchdown pass to George Pickens, and we've got ourselves a pretty decent ball game here. It's it's like that, though. Like, they had one spectacular quarter, and that was against the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, For the most part, and their entire schedule, with Tua, without Tua, uh, they've kind of sputtered at times. Like, you know, they from a – Offensive standpoint, they look great. They look explosive. They do. They put up those plays, but then they're right there in games, or games are right there for them too. So, or or their opponent. I mean, I, I just going back through the memory bank uh, and like against the Vikings not too long ago, right? I mean, I was backing the Dolphins. It looked like they were going to get in, and then all of a sudden, uh, you got some turnovers, and, and then certainly the running game uh, for the Vikings took over. 
uh, and exploited that defense. But uh, the, keep in mind, the, the Miami Dolphins defense allows, I think, 27 points a game, Yeah, uh, if I'm correct. Uh, I can look that up real quick. But it's around that range. Uh, so the second half gets very interesting if you are on the Steelers, uh, certainly uh, from that standpoint. I, I think even the second half game, uh, if you're looking to play end game, uh, gets interesting too with the Lions. So uh, Miami has, has sputtered this way. This is one of my criticisms towards Mike McDaniel as a head coach in terms of trying to control the game. It can mm-hmm. be explosive, and we've seen that, but can you control the game? And I have not seen Miami offensively do that so far this year. Well, I, I think that speaks to their defense as well mm-hmm. because the defense, like you say, they're, they're giving up points. They can't necessarily hold anybody. They can't get the stops that they need to control that game, like mm-hmm. you say. Uh, speaking of control the game, let's take a look at the Falcons at the Bengals. This was really <laughs> all Cincinnati. Just two minutes into the game, Joe Burrow finds Tyler Boyd for a 60-yard catch and run, 7 nothing Bengals. Joe Mixon plunges in for another score. It was 14 nothing Cincinnati with five minutes still left to go in the first quarter. Uh, it was more Bengals in the second quarter. Joe Burrow found Jamar Chase for a 32-yard touchdown, 21 nothing Cincinnati. Tyler Algier got Atlanta on the board with less than five minutes to go in the half, 21-7. And then right back the other way, Burrow to Chase for a 41-yard catch and run, 28-7. And then on the first play after the kickoff, Marcus Mariota to Demir Bird for a 75-yard uh, bomb and it was 28-14 to 14 Bengals with just 39 seconds left in the first half. The Falcons forced the Bengals to punt. They get a great punt return, and Young-Ho Koo boots a 43-yard field goal to make it 28-17 at the break, and it looked like Atlanta had a little momentum here, and they were going to get back into this thing. Not the case. Five and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Joe Perro, uh, Burrow called his own number. 35-17 now Cincinnati, and, and that was pretty much it. Uh, Atlanta, like I say, they made a run late in the second half, but uh, Bengals ended up, really, they were in control from the get-go. The Atlanta, they started to breathe life into this game, but uh, it was the Bengals who just suffocated that effort by the Falcons. 35-17, they cover the number. The game goes over the total, and the Bengals remain tied in the AFC North with the Baltimore Ravens. Atlanta Fails to cover the spread for the first time all season. Yeah, how about that? I mean, the only criticism today for Cincinnati is that Burrow was sacked three times, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the only criticism. Uh, but again, you'll try to clean that up if you can. Um, I had to look up Buzzsaw <laughs> <laughs> because Atlanta ran into one. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know. I thought that was just slang, right? Buzzsaw. You run into a buzzsaw. Saw. But I looked it up. There is actually a buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I never knew that. I never had to use one, apparently. Uh, but I did mean, did you ever it, run into one? No, never. Well, yeah, I did uh, once <laughs> or twice in the National Football League. Absolutely. Uh, but no, yeah, that that is that was uh, running into a buzz. I mean, Atlanta, for as creative as they are and for what they've presented so far this year, uh, they had nothing uh, for Cincinnati in that offense. I mean, uh, the offense today resembled, or 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 I, I think. Uh, created a situation in which, okay, that's the Bengals you expected to see earlier on, right? That type of offense, that type of explosiveness. I mean, Jamar Chase is incredible, one of the best players in the league right now. Uh, and then T. Higgins is back to being healthy. Uh, he's the number one wide receiver. And then you see Boyd uh, getting a mix, too. Yeah, so it, it was the three amigos oh, all in action today. Right, right. And Atlanta couldn't do anything to slow that down. I mean, I know they're banged up in the secondary the pass rush, uh, you brought that up in terms of being concerned about that. But as confident as Joe Burrow was today, 
Uh, I mean, if they bottle that up, if they bottle that up, that's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I think they're not afraid of two high safeties anymore. I, I think they've kind of found a remedy to that, you know, and, and it's not necessarily rushing the football, but it is getting creative with some alignments of players and, and certain formations and personnel packages. So uh, I, I, think, I think Cincinnati has found some things in which in the building they're going to be more confident about. Yeah, I still think uh, they're lacking much of a running game. Mm -hmm, they are. Uh, but obviously the passing game was excellent today, and, right. and that's what worried me. I actually played Atlanta plus seven, uh, and I thought that they would be able to make enough of an impact against that depleted mm -hmm. defensive front for Cincinnati with their rushing game. You know, it's one of the best running games in the National Football League. But Cincinnati, first of all, has a pretty decent defense, and, and – even though they were missing three key players, run stoppers today, uh, they were able to really limit this Atlanta Falcons team. And and I think also it was a little bit of this Atlanta defense that, that they just couldn't keep up. They couldn't get enough stops with the Cincinnati Bengals and allow their offense to keep up with Joe Burrow and company. And, and when I made the bet, that was the one part that worried me. Atlanta does not have a great pass rush, even though they got the three sacks. Um, you know, they're not great as far as pass defense. And that was the part that worried me. And sure enough, that's really what played out for the Cincinnati Bengals. I thought Atlanta would be able to run the ball again. They had some key injuries, did the Cincinnati Bengals in that interior. Uh, it did not work out that way. The Cincinnati Bengals were absolutely dominant. And we talked about also on the Saturday edition of the Pro Football Blitz, when a team starts out 6-0 and against the spread, in that seventh game, they go three and nine, make it three and ten against the spread now, and, and that makes sense because eventually the market adjusts. And uh, in week seven, it certainly did. Yeah, you know, Brady, I'll lean on not only that, but the fact that I know about how it's a get better league, and each and every week you got to be different, you got to be better. Uh, how are the Atlanta Falcons going to be better? Cordell Patterson getting healthy that'll help mm -hmm. um, because the running game now, even though the offensive line's done a, a marvelous job. Uh, it's just not the same without Cordell Patterson in there. Um, and then Marcus Mariota, I've been bringing up this question. If you're Atlanta and, and you are this talented and you're this young, what do you do at quarterback? What's going to be the answer to get you to a higher level? Because Marcus Mariota, for as great of, as an athlete that he is, without a wide open throw, a bomb down the middle of the field, he's limited. And your offense is limited from a passing standpoint. So if that's the case, even if you're Cincinnati and you're depleted with injuries – you can hone in and focus in on trying to stop the run, force him to throw the ball. I mean, for Marcus all year long, it's been 215, 196, 229, 139, 147, and 129 today throwing the football. I mean, that, not today, but that, that was against uh, – uh, certainly you look at some of the games here for Marcus throwing the football. Um, it's, it's just incredible uh, when you look at the fact that he cannot – uh, really function out there at quarterback. I'm trying to find the stats for today. What were they? 124 today, uh, throwing the football. I mean, you, you just can't, you can't expect especially to win against games. Burrow, who threw for over 400. Right, right. And and from from a better standpoint, you know, against a high power team, I think we're in the point of the season where teams are going to have solid plans going into the game, going into the matchup. Like Cincinnati depleted with injuries, but yet they had a solid plan to kind of neutralize that offense and make Marcus throw the football. And uh, it's just not prolific enough. So uh, this time of year, middle, the end of October into November, teams are going to start having solid game plans entering that matchup. 
And it certainly worked. The Atlanta Falcons will return home a divisional matchup with the Carolina Panthers and Atlanta currently favored by six points. The Cincinnati Bengals will travel to Cleveland and they will play the Monday nighter next week on Halloween. And Cincinnati is favored over the Browns on the road by three points. Hour number three coming up. Stick around. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.